As Hashem is Baruch, we are beginning a new Masechta, Masechta is getting the second to last Masechta in Seder Noshim. There is a question that is already raised by the Rishonim, why Masechta is getting comes before the last Masechta, which is Masechta is Kedushin. Logic would dictate Kedushin should come first, and you should have getting. So in the yeshivas, they always have the joke, as the joke in yeshiva, it's like that. Chazal makdim refuel amaka. I give the, uh, the 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 medicine before the punishment. But that's uh, I saw an answer that's that's brought down is that they didn't want to end the seder on a negative note, the the uh, loss of the marriage, and therefore even when there's a get, the focus should be is to get back on the horse. There should be. After the get, you should try and get remarried. Mela, getting you have the kedushin after getting, right? But there's a couple of interesting things here. The Tosafos talks about the word get. You don't find the word get in the Torah. The word get is not in, in biblical Hebrew. It's rabbinical Hebrew, and Tosafos says get could be referring to any type of legal document, any type of legal document. But when it's when a modifier. So it means if it's a loan, it'll have it modified. But when you find the word get on its own, just those two letters, Gimel Tess, it says that is specifically referring to a document of divorce. So there is a brilliant insight from the Vilna Gon. Vilna Gon says, why? Why is this word get mean a divorce? So he says, and only the Vilna Gon can say this, it says, you will not find any word in the Torah that contains the letters Gimel and Tess together. And even two words back to back, you'll not find the Gimel or the Tess being the last letter or the first letter of the next word. It makes sense that that which represents a chasm or such a terrible separation are the two letters that you'll never find together in the Torah. As I state in the, in the Vilna Gun. Okay. Now, just as a few basic concepts that we're going to see recurring throughout the Masechta. So when you have a get, a get is a document of divorce that is written from the husband to the wife. We're going to see that they can use agents. And the terminology here is important. The husband, when he sends a get, the get that he sends with an agent is called, the agent is called a shliach lehalacha. Shlicha Allah means he's an agent to deliver. When a woman sends an get, an agent for the get, it's called a shlich lekabola. Right? Shlich lekabola is to receive. And there's a difference between the two. Is because when the man gives the get to the agent, and the agent delivers, when he gives, the man gives the agent it, so, it doesn't, the, the, uh, the man giving the, uh, the agency, when the man gives it to the woman, to the, to the agent, so that does not terminate the marriage at that point, right? When the, when the agent from the woman receives the get, it does. that automatically terminates the, right? Because it, that's the, the Shleich Kabbalah, his reception is what terminates the marriage, just as when the woman receives it, it terminates. The, you don't need the, the agent to bring it back to the woman for the get to be terminated. Right. Right. A man, the man must 
his shliach must actually give it to. It's not right. I mean, the man giving it to the to the, his agent doesn't do anything yet. Because the 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 it's her receiving of the get which terminates it. So the man giving it to his shliach doesn't do anything yet until the woman actually has received it or her agent representing her receives it from the So we're going to be dealing now with, we're going to see in the Gemara, it's a Takana de Rabbonim. And this Takana de Rabbonim is going to be two different reasons and we'll see over the next few blood, four or five blood, if these reasons are mutually exclusive of one another, or they supplement one another, we will see. But what is the Takana? The Takana was that when the Shliach Laholacham, as our Rashi learns, we're going to learn as we do Dafyan, always according to Rashi, when the Shliach Laholacham delivers the get to either the woman or the agent of the woman, he has to make an announcement, either we're going to see in front of, based in three people or two people, he has to make the a, a statement, Befonai Nechtav or Befonai Nechtam, that I am attesting to the fact that the scribe wrote this in front of me and it was signed by the witnesses who signed on the get in front of me. That this took place in my presence. Why this takana was made, that we're going to see two reasons for in the Gemara. So let's start. A person who is bringing a get at the behest of the husband from Medina Sayyam. Says Rashi, Medina Sayyam means any place in Chutzla Aretz other than Bavel. Any place outside of Israel other than Bavel is called Medina's Hayam. So that Shliach, Tzarek Shiyamar, he has to make the statement, Befanai Nechtab, or Befanai Nechtam, that this document was written in front of me and it was signed in front of me. But when Gamliel Aimer, Afa may beget Mina Rekem Umina Heger, that included in this Takana is a get that is delivered, that is being brought from two cities. One is called Rekem and one is Heger. Rashi says that that's the Targum, the Aramaic translation for the two cities of Kadesh and Bered. Okay. Now these long tells of sin that you see on the left side discuss whether these cities are cities, the Chorah, they would have to be cities outside of Eretz Yisrael, because the whole Takana was from bringing get from outside Israel to Eretz Yisrael. And Tosus over the next Mishnah, this next Mishnah is going to be discussing that many of the cities that are being mentioned would, in our knowledge, be part of Eretz Yisrael, which makes it difficult to understand, because if these are already cities that are part of Eretz Yisrael, then why are they included in the Takana of having to say, Befanai Nechta, Befanai Nechta. But anyway, so what are the two cities that Rabbi Gamaliel is adding? It says, Mina Reka, Mina Cheger. Rabbi Leazar Omer, Afilu Mikfar Ludim, Lulud. Rashi explains that Kfar Ludim and Lud were two sister cities, but they were on opposite sides of the borders of Eretz Yisrael. And the Chiddush of Rabbi Leazar, even though they're so close to one another, and there was traffic going by, 
between them. Nevertheless, it is the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer that if you bring a get from Kfar Ludin, which is outside of Eretz Yisrael, to Ludin, which is in Eretz Yisrael, the person delivering the get still needs to make the declaration of Bifonai Nechtov and Bifonai Nechtov. Now, Chachamim Aymrin, the Chachamim say, ain't Sarek Sheyomar, Bifonai Nechtov, Bifonai Nechtov. There is no need for that declaration of Bifonai Nechtov, Bifonai Nechtov, Ella, only, Samevi Medina Sayam, if it's brought from Chutz Aretz to Eretz Yisrael, Vahamolich, or Lechora, somebody who is ta- uh, taking it from Eretz Yisrael to Medina Sayyam. So either way, from Chutzlar to Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael to Chutzlar Eretz, require the declaration. Now, the Gemara is going to ask that, the, that what is what are the Chachamim adding to the opening statement of the Tanakhama? The Tanakhama just said, I may be getting Medina Sayyam, Omar, So what nuance, or what halachic difference is there between the statement of the Chachamim and the statement of the Tanakhama, that will be a question being posed by the Gemara. But let's keep going. Now, Hamevi me Medina le Medina ve Medina Sayyam. Someone brings a get from one province to another province in Chutzlaretz, right? So therefore, both the, the place of where it's being sent from, and the place where it's being received now, unlike the first half of the Mishnah, was, which was going from Chutzar to Eretzral, Eretzral to Chutzar, here both, the, both places are provinces, different provinces in Chutzlaret. The same Takana applies, that upon delivery of the get, the person delivering it, the Shleich, needs to make the, doc, the declaration, it was written and signed in front of me. And I'm assuming that in Eretzral also... But we'll see. So we'll get to that. Now, Hagmonia, Rashi explains, is a municipality that's within the same city. Sometimes you had warring municipalities, or you had municipalities that didn't get along, like East Berlin and West Berlin. You had a situation where traffic was not flowing back and forth. They were closed half of the city is closed to the other half of the city so if a get is being delivered from even within the same city but from one municipality to another municipality within the same city says Rav Shem what? you still have to make the statement now Rav Yehuda Aymer now Rav Yehuda is coming to give us what are the boundaries of Eretz Yisrael Specifically, whether it has halachas for other issues, but specifically for the laws of Gittin, because we said there's a difference of a get bring board from Chutzlar to Eretz Yisrael. What are the boundaries that we're dealing with in Eretz Yisrael? So, Rabbi Yehuda Aimer, Mirekem LeMizrach, Mirekem LeMizrach. On the eastern side, the furthermost city on the eastern side, the boundary is the city of Rekem, and Rekem is considered to be outside of Eretz Yisrael. So therefore, on the east, right, there is, Rechem is the furthest east that would consider part of Eretz Yisrael, as, and under the assumption that Rechem is considered to be outside of Eretz Yisrael. Ma'ashkelon ledarum, ba'ashkelon kedarum. Similarly, on the south, Ashkelon is on the south, on the southern border, and Ashkelon itself is considered to be outside of Eretz Yisrael, which raises the big Shiloh in Tosfos. Rabbi Natan says, what are you talking about? Actual Ashkelon we find in Sefer Yeshua was actually one of the cities 
of Eretz Yisrael. And that is a discussion in the Tosas where the two Ashkelons, that mean they're dealing like that. But according to the Mishnah, Ashkelon on the southern side is considered to be outside of Eretz Yisrael. Me'ako litzafon ve'ako kitzafon. On the northern side, Akko is the furthest north that's considered part of Eretz Yisrael. And again, Akko is considered to be outside of Eretz Yisrael. Again, the same problem. In the Tanakh, Akko seems to be inside. And here we have a machlok between Rabbeinu Tam and the Ri. Rabbeinu Tam goes with a position that there were uh, perhaps uh, two Akkos. I believe uh, the... the uh, it's the Ri that says that no, that Akko is on the boundary and there's like half of Akko is in Eretz Yisrael, the other half is considered outside of Eretz Yisrael. So that's how they deal with it. But again, Akko, at least, if it's the half of the Akko we're dealing with, or the whole Akko, just a different Akko, is considered to be outside the northern border of Eretz Yisrael. Now it's interesting, and Rashi points out, we've discussed all the boundaries except one. The west. And Rashi says, because the west is the Mediterranean. So that everybody knows that on the western side is the Mediterranean. So therefore, that does not need to be discussed. Right? That's it says that's Pashit, right? That we don't have an issue with. Now, Rameer Omer, Rameer says, no, Akko is considered like Eretz Yisrael and Lechora Legitin for the laws of Gitin specifically. And therefore, you would not need a get brought from or to Akko from Eretz Yisrael would not require the Fonai Nechtav or Fonai Nechtam by the Shliach. Now, I maybe get the Eretz Yisrael, whatever you consider to be Eretz Yisrael, but if a get is being brought in Eretz Yisrael, so then, what's the status of such a get? You don't have to say, Now, if there is any uh, claim of fraud by the husband, the husband shows up and says, Hey, that's a fraudulent get. So Yiskaim Bechosmach, then what the Yubaistin will have to do is they'll have to get the signatories to either attest to the fact that it's their signatures or find other Adem that can attest to recognizing the handwriting of the signatories. I believe that, uh, I said that, that, that by Akko, half of us is in and half of that, that's one answer. One, another answer is that even though, uh, it was, Akko was not considered to be Outside of Eretz was in Eretz Yisrael, but since it was a, a separated for the main Yeshuv of where most of the Jews lived, then and, and and there were very few Jews that were living there at the time, they gave it a status for this halacha like outside of Eretz Yisrael. I think that's the other answer that Tosis brings down. Anyway, does that apply? Does that apply nowadays? Someone gets a get find that. That's the so let's just go through the reasonings. We have to go through the reasons and see what exactly each one stands for before we can even see what applies to nowadays. It's going to be five blood before we're going to be able to get to the bottom line of this, this sugi. All right. But the question is right away. This whole mission is predicated in a get being brought from Chutzlaretz to Eretz According to Chachamim from Eretz even to Chutzlaretz, the person who delivers the get needs to make the statement my timer what is the reason so we're going to see two reasons that are given one is the reason of Rabbah and one is the reason of Rava. at this point in the Gemara we assume that these are mutually exclusive 
reasons. Because Rava does not agree with Rava's reason, and Rava does not agree with Rava's reason. Over the next couple of days, we're going to see that we're going to change that mindset. But this is the initial understanding. So my time was, what's the reason? So Rava Amar, Rava says, Lefish Ein Bekiyin Lishmo. He says, Rashi brings down that the uh, people living in Medina Sayam, again, according to Rashi means, that means every place in Chutzlar is outside of Bavel, were not that well versed in the Halacha, and they did not know the requirement of Lishmo. What's the requirement of Lishmo? It's two aspects here that we're going to be dealing with. One is that the get should only be written at the behest, at the instruction of the husband. And number two, that the husband has to have intent and describe when writing it at the behest of the husband, has to have intent for the specific woman that it is going to be delivered. What we're trying to avoid, and it would be disqualified, because based on the puzzle, the puzzle is the cost of law. It has to be written for her. It means there are certain names that you find, right? In, the, in, 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 in certain communities, the same names, right? You have, what's that, the Chabad community. Every woman is, is what? Ira? Chayamushka, right? And every man is? Menachem so this died. So this, this this person says, you know what? I'm going to save myself a lot of. I got time now. He writes 20 gitten that says that Menachem Mendel from Crown Heights is divorcing Chaya uh, Mushka. Puts it on the side, and now he's got ready to go. Disqualified get. Why the disqualified get? Because it was not done lishma, and therefore this halacha was in Chutz La'aretz in Medina Sayyam not well versed. That requires that the Shliach says, Befanai Nechta, Befanai Nechta. Asks Rashi, you know, so you're like Rashi. Says Rashi, you don't, you're not taking care of the problem. What are you asking him? You're asking the, uh, the, the, the Shliach to, to testify that what? That it was written in front of me, and it was signed in front of me. You're missing the main point. How does that show you that it was written right? Everyone has the problem. So how does Rashi learn this? So Rashi says as follows. Rashi says that it's the inter- inter- introductory statement. First thing we ask, was it written in front of you? And did you see the Adem sign it? He says, yes. Then we follow up with the next question. Are you certain that it was written Lishma? So really... I mean, it's like you're missing the main point, but that's, that's why the, some of the Shona disagree with Rashi's interpretation over here. But according to Rashi, the Fanaynech, the Fanaynech is just the introductory requirement followed up, according to Rabba, with the next question was, you have to make sure that what? That the intent was, first of all, it was at the behest of the husband with the intent of that specific woman. But that's how Rashi in, understands this, okay? Rashi looks, if you take a look at the, in the third line in the Rashi, that, Yilkav Omer HaShliach, B'fanai Nechta, B'fanai Nechta, U'me'ele Shailinam then, and then automatically we're going to ask him, Shailinam, Im Nechta, Lishma, V'humer Elmer In, and he has to say yes. Right, that's, that's Rashi, she tell how you learn the Sugyo. So he needs both. He needs to say both, that's the question. Uh, that's the initial question. He has to have both. And then they follow up and ask, was it written in Lishma? Okay, let's get started. Now, Rava Amar, Rava has a different terrorist. Different shot. What's shot in the Takana? Why do you need the Shaliyah to say, He says like this. 
He says the problem is that specifically, especially when you're traveling from Chutzlar to Israel, back in the day, caravans were not found. The travel was restricted. You don't have a lot of, and therefore, if ever the veracity of a get was challenged, right? You would have to have witnesses that are able to say that this was to be confirmed, to validate the get. You need witnesses. And you're going to have a problem because if it originated in one place and it's delivered in another place, in the place that of delivery, if it's far and there's no uh, a free travel, how are you going to validate the, uh, the, the legitimacy, legitimacy of this document, that's why you require from the shliach upon delivery, it's like that automatically, with funai nafta, he's testifying to the validity that it stops it now, it preempts that nobody can challenge the veracity of this, of this get. Okay? That's the purpose, says Rafa. So he says like this, the Rav Amar, Lefisha, ain't Aiden Mitsuin Lakaimo, is because you're not going to be able to find, it's not common to find the witnesses of an aget, it's coming from Chutzar to Ezrov, that are able to validate or confirm the veracity of the get, so you need to find Nefta Nefta to avoid that problem. So we have two different reasons. Again, Rabba is because there's a problem of Lishma, according to Rabba, is because ain't Aiden Mitsuin Lakaimo, Frek the Gemara, my Benayu. What cases, what practical, pragmatic differences are there going to be between these two given reasons, assuming right now that they're mutually exclusive of one another? It says like this, Eka Benai, I'm going to give three reasons, three scenarios. One, the ICU, betray. Let's say you had two agents that delivered. So now if you have two agents that delivered, okay, so now, According to Rabba, that the statement needs to be made because of the follow-up statement, you have to make sure it's family small, whether one agent is delivering it or two agents are delivering it, who cares? That makes no difference. The problem is what? Lishma. And therefore you still need to have the statement made whether it's one agent or two agents doing the delivery that are still required. But according to this way, we're going to go into Rashi's learning this morning. But according to Ravva, that the problem is you have to make sure that you're going to have uh, a way of validating says that's not going to be a problem. Since you have two witnesses that delivered, you don't have to say because since two people delivered it and the Chorah, that means they are here now, if the husband challenges it, you have two witnesses to go to to be able to dispel the challenge of the husband. Now, why the Rishonim don't like it because who says you're going to find them, who says they're around, but again, but that's the way Rashi learns it. So Rashi learns that the difference is, again, between Rava and Rava, the way the one is presenting it, that when it's two witnesses delivering, according to Rava, you're still going to have to have the Shliach make the statement because you still have to know about the Lishma because they're not the Kim Lishma. One or two doesn't take change that. But if the question is having people around to dispel the witnesses around to dispel the husband's challenge, you're going to have that if you have two agents, and therefore you don't have to have them make the statement of a funai nechtam, a funai nechtam. Okay, we're going to get to, because there's going to be a follow-up question here, which we're going to see maybe tomorrow on Rava, today we're going to see on Rava, but let's just go through it. So answer number one is if two agents are delivering. Enam, else? answer number two. Medina, Medina, Let's say 
it was being delivered from one province to another province. Let's say it's going from Galil to Yehuda, of the Yehuda to Galil. And Raja says the understanding right now is that these are also were places where travel was restricted. So it's going from one province to another province in Israel where travel was restricted. Now let's speak it out. According to Rabbo, that outside of Israel they did not know the halacha of Lishma that well. In Israel you had no problem. So according to Rabbah, even if it's going from one province to another province, but since it's all in Israel, there's no problem of saying, of requiring the Fonaynech to Fonaynechtem. Why? Because the whole problem is Lishma. This is being delivered from and to in Israel. We don't have a problem of Lishma. But according to that's going to Rabbah. But according to Rabbah, the problem is that you're not going to have Adim at a place of delivery if there is travel restrictions. Therefore, you're still going to have that problem over here. If it's challenged in Yehuda, it was sent in from the Galil. You don't have the witnesses from the Galil. You need to have the declaration made to prevent the, 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 the get from being challenged. So that's going to be a second difference, pragmatic difference between the two. The Medina, Medina, Israel, from one province to another province where travel was restricted. Inami, or else, third reason. But also Medina, but Medina Sayyam. What about in the same province, the same province in Chutzla Aritz? Now they're standing now, it's the same province, so access, travel is no problem. You don't have, you have unabated travel back and forth. Now if the problem according to Rabbah is Lishma, so it doesn't matter, who cares how common it is to go from one place to the other. You still have a problem that we need to know that this was with Lishma. Because it's from and to places where people aren't so, uh, so uh, ex- they don't have the expertise. But according to Rava, that the problem is you should always have Aden that can d- d- defend the, 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 the claims that it's a forgery since travel is unrestricted. So therefore, you have access to Adam from the place of where it was sent. You will not require upon delivery the statement of a fonanechta before So these are three scenarios that there'll be a difference between Rava and Rava. Clear? But you don't have to bring those Adam with you. No, no, you because they, you can just send for them. You can send for them. But also, also the machlekes between them is one is 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 saying it in the beginning when it's written again. Is it, right, the kavana is in the beginning because that's lishma, yeah. and Ravas and Ravas saying no, it has to do that's with right, the lishma. That's wrong. Ravas, Ravas saying it has to do with the conclusion of the get. Well, the that's when the statement has to be made, but it's still going. He's saying the get was never written. The claim's going to be it wasn't a written get. Right. Still, when, it, when when it's written, the problem is. Right. Yeah. All right, let's go on. So, one says like this. Gemara asks as following. Let's focus on Rabbah for a moment. We're going to see. We're going to, tomorrow we're going to start to doubt the same question on Rabbah. We're starting with Rabbah. So what's Rabbah saying? Rabbah's saying is, you have a problem. Minat Torah, a get is only kosher if it's written in Lishma. And we have a problem that a get written in Chutz Aretz, we don't know for sure that it was written in Lishma. So what do you have to do? Upon delivery, we need to be assured that it was written in Lishma. But... How many people are delivering the get? Right? One. The Chorah and Rash and, and, and Ira point out. He's, he's basically testifying. Since when do we allow one person to be valid in terms of a testimony? The Chorah, if the purpose is to testify that this was written Lishba, how can one person be valid for that testimony? Everybody with me? Right? That's the question we're going to ask on Rabbah. So ask the Gemara. 
follows. Here's the place. Ule um, Rabba. Five, six lines down, base of the base. The Rabba, the Amar Labisha, Ain Bakim Lishma, Lebai, Trey, you should require two agents coming with the get to make that testimony. Midi Daba, call it Yoshimit Torah. The same way as we find all other testimonies in the Torah to be valid are require what? Two witnesses. Says the Gemara, a huge, huge halachic concept. Eid Echad Neman That when it comes to the status of whether something is mutra, something is asur, by Yisurim, we, re- we only require one witness. So for example, a shochet. How do I know a shechet correctly? You go into the kitchen. How do you know the food is kosher? Right? All things that to clarify the status of whether it's kosher or it's not kosher, right, requires only one witness. Eid echad. And it's interesting. Rashi seems to say it's a svara. Tozer actually is a possum. We find by the laws of Zavva, or laws of Nida, is that she counts the days and she goes to Mikvah and she's to Hora. Well, how do you know? She tells you. So therefore, you see, Eid Echad is by Isurim Eid. So what are you doing here? We're trying to attest to the validity of this get. That's the Chorah, an Isra Heter situation, you would think. And therefore, one Eid is believed to say that what? It was written in Ishmael. That is what the Gemara is trying to answer. So Gemara says like this: "Is Eid Echad Neman Be Surin?" That one Eid is believed by Surin. Ask the Gemara Gavaldig Akasha. Listen carefully. Says the Gemara, "It's true. It's true. If you have in front of you two pieces, uh, and, uh, is, uh, or, or, or one piece, and you're trying to clarify, is this Chaylev, which is prohibited in Torah, or is this Shuman, or is it permitted facts? You call your wife." And she says, no, I made sure one aid is believed in a case of clarification if something is heter or something is uh, oser. So, but l'chorom, if you have some estate where you know for sure it's a state of iser, for example, an aishas ish, a married woman, that's already, the, she, that's considered ischazek isura, it's already been established, she's a married woman. To change that status and to take her out of that status and to say that now she is permitted, you can't rely on one witness for that. That's when you're going to have two. So what the one is going to say is that the concept, we'll get clarification. The concept of eight echad is believed. That's when you need clarification, but it's not predicated on that the existence of the iser was there from before. But if the iser is there from before. In such a case, you cannot rely on the clarification of the one A. There you have to have two. And the Chorah, what's the, 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 the statement that wasn't written in Shmuel, not written in Shmuel, over here, what are we dealing with situation? That there is an Ischazik Yisura. There is an Isser from before. What's the Isser from before? <coughs> She's an Ashish Ish. Right? Now, ask Tosos, I mean, ask Rashi, ask all the Shonim, what are you talking about? The Chorah, the case of Nida, the case of Zavah, the case of a Shochet. You're all starting off with a previous Isser. In all those cases, you're starting off that the meat is not a kosher piece of meat. He has to shecht it to become kosher. The woman is a Nida. The woman is a Zavah. So you see, Eid Echad is believed in situations where what? Where the Isser was Says Rashi, that's only where it's within their ability to change it. 
When it's the Yadai, the Sheikh can change it by Shechting. The woman can go to the Mikvah. Where it's within their ability to change it, that's where one aid can be believed. But where it's not within the ability to change it, one aid cannot change the marriage status of the woman. It's not one, there one aid would not be enough. There you would require two. So therefore, so we're adding a new one. First of all, we said that Eid Echad is believed by the Isurim. So we said, that's only for clarification purposes. That's what we're saying. But where there's an existing Isur, you need two. Unless that existing Isur can be changed by the one person himself, then is he would believe under that circumstance as well. Very important you showed, because otherwise we'd be lost, right? How do you go into, uh, I, I, I eat a piece of meat, where you have to have two Adim every time, and was shechted, two every time the wife cooks, every time there's a meat. So Eid is believed when it's Biyado. That's, that's right. But here it's not Biyado. One Eid can't change the marriage status, right? So how can you rely on one Eid to say it's more? So that's the Gmarah's question. The Gmarah says as follows. When do we say that one witness is believed by Yisurin? That's where you have a question. Is this piece of fat in front of me? Is it Chaylev, which is Isdaraisa? Is it Shuman, which is Mutter? Where there's no pre-existing state of Isdar. For example, of an Aishas Ish. Now, the Girsa of our Gemara is Have Erva. It's a matter of Erva. The aim davish of the erva pachas mishnayim and the davish of the erva we learned in kedusha uh, in, in sota we just had that there's a zereshava uh, matzah by erva's davar and al pishnayim made in yakum davar we learn have maman from erva you need to have two the gears on the side of the gemara is actually two different questions one is is chazak yisur the ashes ish you have a pre-existing yisur of ashes ish and there's a vavir vehave davish erva and on top of it we're dealing with a davish of the erva a davish of the erva always requires to aid him. So it's either one or two questions. Either it's combined, or, but either the question, bottom line, is one is not enough. Therefore, Okay? So it's one question, two questions, bottom line is, how can one person change the status of this Ashish Ish, where you need two, and it's Dabash wherever you need two, how can you change it? Says the more like this. Let me explain it outside, and we're going to see it inside. Says more like this. The truth of the matter is, the majority of people, even in Chutzla Oritz, were expert, had the expertise of the Shmo. They did know, they knew that a get had to be written in the Shmo. It's just that the Chachamim came along and said, you know what? We're still concerned that there might be a minority of people that don't write Lishma, and therefore we need to make sure. But now we need to make sure, it's not because the Torah requires it, who's requiring it? Once the Chachamim are requiring it, they didn't want to make it so difficult on the woman that you can only get divorced when you have two people making that statement. Therefore, they allowed that statement to even be made by one person. So the right it was Batal Barov? It's not a Batal Barov. It's not a Batal Barov. It's a whole Chirachar Barov. He said, you go after the road. Majority, you can assume that expertise was there and therefore that would be sufficient. The rabbis came up, we said, we concern for a minority of people, and but since only rabbinical concern, to make it so difficult to require two people by every delivery of a get, they said we can rely on one. Okay, it's let's... Like, it's like the mind. What's that? It's like the mind. All takanas, all like all chormas are up on it. Okay, now, so say anything more like this. Say <coughs> anything more like this, that Emma says, this is the most answer. 
that no, rov v'kiyanhein, that really the majority are bucky. And the one throws in here, there is an opinion that holds that even the Raisa, you have to worry about the minority. You know who that is? That's the opinion of Rav Meir. We had him in Yavamas. Remember, we had a question, if somebody is a, uh, a minor, a, a child over the age of nine, right? Where his Bia is a Bia, right? Is, can he do Yippum? So, the Rachamim said yes. Rav Meir says no, or a, a girl. Right? Above the age of three. Is it a good Yibmah? Rav Meir says no. Because how do you know that she won't end up being an islandess? Which means she'll never go through getting the, 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 the reaching the, uh, the, the characteristics required for a woman. Or maybe the man's gonna be a saris. They'll not be able to have children. And then you weren't allowed to do the Yibbub and you violated the Isser of your brother's wife, of Aisha's Achiv. So he said you have to wait to know for sure that they're not islandists and they're not Saris. But it's only a minority because most people do develop into uh, becoming a non-Saris or a non-islandist. He's worried about the mute. So he says, even according to Rav Meir, here you would not have to worry about the mute. Why? Because most people know the laws of 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 lishma and and on top of it, the, when you choose a sofer, right? So the sofer for sure is going to be chosen chosen based on his expertise. So, so the way Tosfos talks about like a mute of a mute. There's a mute, first of all, of most people that don't know the halacha. The majority do. When you choose a sofer, from which group are you going to choose a sofer? It's going to be from the majority of the Kiyam. So it's like a meat of a meat. Even Rav Meir holds in Torah here, there'd be no reason to worry about Lishma. It's only rabbinical that they came along and worried about Lishma. Let's read inside. So Mar says like this. He says, Rav Kiyam, hey, Vafil Rav Meir, even according to Rav Meir, the Chayish Lumiyuto, that is concerned about that there's a minority, that a minority in Torah, you have to be concerned about, it's not a minority in Torah. Because Sam Safri, the dining, because and, and, and the assumption is that, that the general scribe for the basin that's going to be used to write the get, Migmar Gmiri, for sure is an expert. So it's like a mere other mere, even according to Mary, you don't have to worry. It's only the Rabbonin that said, they had an issue, they said you have to worry about it, we are. Now, since it's only Rabbonin, therefore, Rabbonin did it, it's only Rabbonin required the statement of a Fana Nechta Fana Nechta made to ensure that it's Lishma. Pahacha Mishum Iguna, and because of Iguna, Iguna means we don't want to leave a woman in a situation that she's going to be stuck. No husband around, get wasn't given, we want to make it a little easier for her with the get being given, so she should not be left in a in limbo. Iguna is like literally left in a situation where she is in limbo. She's stuck, so therefore the Rabbana will lenient. Now what was the leniency? It's a stringency with a leniency. The stringency is that you have to make the statement. The leniency is what? One. We're relying on one, we don't have to have two. Imara has an interesting follow-up question. If you're really worried about protecting the woman over here, he says then, Lechora, you should require two. Right? Why? Because if the husband challenges the get and there's only one, then it's going to be the husband's word against the agent. And what's going to happen if it's the husband's word against the agent? The husband's going to be believed. Well, even if you say they cancel each other out, the get's going to be, and the woman's going to be stuck in limbo. So if you're worried about the woman getting stuck in limbo, really you should require two. Because you require two to make the delivery, then even if the husband challenges it, 
The husband will not be believed. So if you're really worried about protecting the woman from, uh, uh, that she shouldn't be a naguna, then you should require two. That's the most question. Samara says like this. Samara says, the, uh, so, hi kulahu. Samara says, hi kulahu, is that a kula? Is it a kula to only require one? Chumrahu. It's really actually creating a stringency uh, for the woman. To eat mitzvah tray because if you would have had required two, to make the statement, which if you're concerned, if you really consider, think it's a concern, you would require two, that would have been better for her than only requiring one. Why? Then the husband's not able to come and raise questions about the validity of the get and disqualify it. But chad, but now that you're only requiring one, it actually lends itself to causing her to become an aguna. The husband can show up and question the validity of the get, and disqualify it. Says the Gemara an unbelievable thing. I'm going to share it with you and then we'll read inside. What he's going to say is like this, is that since as Shliach knows, when you're sent to give a get, you know that you're going to be deposed, you're going to have based in, whether it's three of them or in some opinions two, but you're going to have to testify, you're going to have to make a declaration that what? Befanai nechta, befanai nechtam, and then they're going to follow up and ask you, do you know for sure it was written lishma, the husband intend, gave, gave the, the authority write it, and it was written with intent. Since he's going to be questioned by a authority, either by three or by two, a person would not put himself in a situation to make something up unless he definitively knows what he's about to say. And since Beistin took that as a chazaka, there is that pre, the, the legal presumption, therefore when he testifies, even though he's only one, and the husband, if he shows up now and he questions or uh, casts aspersions to the validity of the get, the husband will be not believed against the one witness. Because that one witness, since he was willing to put himself out on the line in this situation, was willing to put himself out on the line. In this situation, the Chachamim gave him the strength as if it's like two. It's almost like a situation where his believability trumps what? The, the, uh, the aspersions that will be made by the husband. So let's go back and discuss it. Minat Torah, you really did not have to send, had to make any declaration. Because Minat Torah, we assume it's written Lishma. The rabbis were concerned, the Rabbonin, that there's a Lishma issue. Therefore they said, we have to make, make declare that it's not Lishma. I, if it's done, then why is one enough? Because really, Minat Torah, you don't need it. The rabbis said, we don't make it difficult to have to find two. It's going to create a situation she might be left without a get. Said, ask the Gemara a question. What are you talking about? The only fact, the only requiring one, he can be challenged by the husband. It's going to be one against one. Requiring two would stop the husband's challenge. Says the Gemara, no. Even requiring one is enough to stop the husband's challenge. Why? Because since this person knows that when he goes to deliver the get, he's going to have to make a declaration in front of Bastin or in front of two Adim, therefore it creates a certain believability that trumps any aspersions that the husband will make. That's a concept that has to be really dealt with more even. but let's read the Gemara inside. So says the Gemara like follows. So says the Gemara, Kavan, since the Amar Mar, the Master said, we're going to deal with this uh, later on in Dafhei, Bifnei Kama 
knows, no. In front of how many people does a get have to be delivered? Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yochanan. That's machlokas between Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yochanan. Chad Amr Bifnei Beis has to be in front of two people. Chad Amr, one says, the Gimel has to be in front of three people. But nevertheless, it has to be done in front of an, an authorizing body. So Mikara, that from the get-go, from the initial uh, uh, process where the, where the Shliach goes along, made the Dach, he's going to be very precise. He will not put himself out there to have what he's being said challenged. He will make sure that what he's saying is 100% sure. And that gives his believability a strength that does not allow the husband to trump what he has said. So basically in summation for, for today's da, basically we said that according to Rabbah, the reason why you have to say fun and fun and is in order to take care of this rabbinical problem they worried about a get being written with Shema and a get from Chutz Laaretz, they were quite, they had some questions that was a mere the people did not know the Shema and by asking him that did was written in front of you and was it signed, the next question will be and was it done Lishma? We will now know it's done for sure Lishma. Why can't it still be questions? Because once this one aide knows that he has to do it, we assume the Kavam gave the believability that it will even Trump any aspersions cast by Osman. Have a good day, Judge.